0: Welcome to Men in Relationships, the podcast about evolving the emotional habits of men through inner transformation that will lead to positive external changes in your relationship. I believe there's a huge lack in support and vulnerability and discussion around these topics about men in relationships. And that's why I'm here talking to you today. So sit back, relax and let's grow what's up what's up I hope everyone is having a great day today and I welcome you back to men in relationships Uh, I appreciate you for taking the time to listen to this new rendition of the podcast And uh, just take a second to acknowledge yourself for taking the time to listen to something that will hopefully improve your life and the quality of your relationship. So today I wanted to talk about why are healthy relationships important. And obviously, (laughs) if you're not in a healthy relationship, as I'm sure we've all experienced, every single person in the world has experienced an unhealthy relationship of some sorts, whether that's through a work relationship, whether that's a partner, a romantic partner that was toxic or just it wasn't a right fit. I'm sure we've all been in an unhealthy relationship before and I'm not talking about that. Today I wanna talk about why is it important to cultivate and create and strive for a healthy relationship. Because many times we settle, we settle for that complacent relationship of just, let's just be in this to get by because we're supposed to be in a relationship. Society tells us we're supposed to be in a relationship. We're supposed to get married, we're supposed to have a house, and we're supposed to have a couple of kids. That's what we do. That's what we do in life. But I believe that there could be so much more in store. So much more in store for all of us. We just have to take the proper actions and have the right intentions and align the actions to our intentions to create something more. To create a healthy, uh, empowering relationship rather than just a relationship where we get along. And for many men in particular or at least guys who might be similar to myself, who are potentially very driven, have a lot of goals, future-oriented, are just hungry and curious and want to create and want to strive for more, Um, we can sometimes forget about a relationship or we sometimes don't put it on our hierarchical level of are what's important or what we need to be focusing on. We tend to gravitate our goals towards other external things. And I'm equally as guilty as this. And for a while, it was very difficult to wrap my head around that without a relationship, none of that stuff matters. You know, we always hear that or we hear that saying or we see a meme or we read this inspirational quote and we say, oh yeah, look at that. Okay, cool. But what does that actually mean? How do we actually conceptualize that for ourselves? Do we actually feel that? Do we actually believe that? Or do we just think that, yeah, that is how it should be. But in reality, then we go and focus on our other goals and we go and focus on everything else but our relationship. And then our relationship is left to struggle, and just trails behind everything else because we feel like we have it. Oh, I already have the relationship, so I don't need to work on it. I'm already married. I'm already, you know, we've been living together for a few years. We're good. But are you good or are you just coasting? Are you just in it to be partnerships because it's comfortable, because it's what you are used to? And I like to think back to, moments and times when I was single and when I didn't have clarity and I wasn't certain on if I would get into a relationship, if I would find that one. I think when we're single, we always have that little bit of underlying fear of, oh my God, what if I don't find my soulmate or what if I don't find my partner? First of all, soulmates, yeah, I guess. (laughs) you know that that might be a term that floats around but i think for the majority of people soulmates are created they aren't just these magical fairy tale things that are spawned from the heavens and now we have our soulmate and our life is amazing and everything is so magical i'm sure there are some relationships like that but for the majority of us It's not like that. We don't have some fairy tale scenario happening around us in our relationship. We have to put in the work uh, to, to cultivate and create it. And there's a misconception, mainly because of society and social media, of what people portray their relationships are like. But behind the scenes, there's a lot of real and raw emotion and triggers and working through things in two different perspectives and having two different individuals coming together there's a lot of complex dynamics not only externally but psychologically internally and when those meet together you know that that creates potentially some conflict and conflict for one is not a bad thing to have in a relationship that means that we're being vocal and honest about how we see things. And that can be an amazing thing because now when you bring that conflict to the surface, you can discuss it. And now you can combine two perspectives to make a more powerful solution. But I digress back to, you know, um, the, the moment of like, we, we experience when we're single or we don't have that relationship. Why do we crave it? And that really dials into today's topic of why are healthy relationships important? So besides the fact that all our friends are doing it or everyone's getting married and society's telling me to, what are the fundamental, I guess, instincts and what are the fundamental values that a relationship can bring into our life? What do we actually crave behind the desire to just get married because society is telling us to? And I try to think back to those moments where I was single and what I was really craving. And what we crave on a human level as, as all humans crave, I, I believe we crave some sort of validation, connection, inclusion, respect, to be cared for and to care for, um, and to combine forces with someone else to create something greater, ultimately. And think about a perfect example of that is having a child. It's very difficult to have a child on your own. You need a partner for that. We need to co-create and combine and come together to create this miracle of a child, to create another human being that's epic. And if we can create something so epic just through nature's evolution, um, think about all the epic things we can create when we combine our forces in other things outside of nature such as goals, such as vision, such as um, whatever the environment within our household, our family environment, what, what we do with our time, how we feel, our emotions, our connectivity, everything can be so much greater when we combine our perspectives, when we come together. Now, coming together like that is not always such an easy, simple task. There's going to be many challenges with that but those main principles validation connection inclusion respect care combining to create something bigger i think that's what we crave and that's what a healthy relationship can provide and that's why it's so important to seek and try to cultivate and create that within the relationship we have right now and you know another thing that i want to touch on is also creating an environment where there's trust and safety because those are core fundamental principles of again what we need in some moments to survive it's so nice to have a safe environment where we can trust the person that we're living with and i think trust gets overlooked sometimes we might believe that we trust our partner that our partner trusts us but i think there's many depths, very deep layers of what trust is. And sometimes we say we're being trustful or I trust my partner, but really that might only be sitting on that surface layer or I trust them. They're going to go out and they're not going to cheat on me. Okay. But what's beyond the trust? Do you trust that your partner sees who you are and fully accepts 100% who you are and vice versa? Do you have the trust and vulnerability that you can tell your partner anything and everything and they will be able to listen to you and accept you and see you for who you are? There are some very deep layers behind trust and that gets cultivated over time, obviously. You don't come out swinging out of the gates Some people might, but, you know, that's very difficult to do. But cultivating that trust, I believe, is so important. And having that safe environment where we can open up and be ourselves and be seen for who we truly are, I think is so important and also a fundamental need that we have as humans. And many times, I think that men try to block that off and try to block that... foundational part of a relationship off because it's uncomfortable to go there but when when we don't go there and when we put our walls up that is going to inhibit that those deep levels of trust our partner's going to feel that and we're also going to know at a deeper subconscious level that we're not fully being ourselves we'll not we're not fully showing who we are and therefore we're not creating that safe environment. We don't have that deep level of trust. And when we don't have that, it's going to be hard to be validated for who we are. It's going to be hard to have those deep levels of connection. It's going to be hard to feel included and inclusive from our partner. It's going to be hard to feel fully respected or be fully cared because we're not being fully vulnerable. We're not going there all the way. And the more we do this and the more we put up our walls, the more there's the likelihood of bigger issues that are going to boil beneath the surface that are eventually going to come up. And when we don't have that safe environment where we can't fully trust or feel that we can be trusted, we'll be left to act out in negative ways because we're going to overcompensate or use defense mechanisms for shielding that true self and I'm speaking from experience on this when I didn't want to fully go there with Jess and I didn't want to let her see me for who I truly was beneath everything the real and raw the the full vulnerability that's not to say I sit in that all the time and I'm just way out there and just sensing and feeling all the time with Jess I'm a very at times throughout my day, I'm very rigid. I get shit done. I'm highly motivated. I'm very productive. But at times I still need to come and show show my human human side of me, you know, like put those walls down on a daily basis. Just because otherwise I keep my armor on all the time. And if I'm wearing my armor all the time, I'm molding into this different person and I'm straying away from my true authenticity of who I am, my true emotions, what I'm trying to bury and bad stuff comes up. And for me, that was being grumpy. That was being angry. I was just emotionally closed off. I didn't want to talk about things that made me upset. That made me pissed off. I didn't want to have these deep conversations and it just led and spiraled and snowballed from there into into situations that just were not ideal at all. And on top of these unideal situations, I found myself continually using defense mechanisms. And there's so many defense mechanisms, but defense mechanisms basically are what are the shield hiding who we are, hiding our true selves, hiding what's going to lead to that fruitful connection that we crave in a relationship. And some common... Defense mechanisms could be something like denial or, you know, denying a fact or reality and, and just saying that we're, we don't want to talk about it. I just, I'm just i just going to deny the fact that, I, that I'm struggling or that I have these emotions that I'm having. Um, we could have repression. This is where we have unsavory thoughts, painful memories or irrational beliefs that can upset us instead of facing them. We may unconsciously choose to hide them in hopes of forgetting about them entirely. You know, we repress who we are. We repress our thoughts. We repress these memories or feelings. And now we're repressing a piece of ourselves. Again, blocking our true selves from our partner. They don't know what's going on. We're repressing memories. We're repressing thoughts to pretend like we are someone who we are not. And that in turn is going to lead to that inauthenticity with our partner. They're going to feel that. We're not being fully truthful if we're not letting them in. Um, <clears throat> there's there's defense mechanisms such as displacement. When, we, when something might have happened to us uh, or something pissed us off or we got angry and now we're displacing that on our child, on our partner, on whoever we're in relationship with, we're displacing that anger onto someone else. Again, because something rubbed us, something hit our sensitive spots. And as men, we typically tend to displace that energy or put it onto something else or just show up. I would just show up angry and I would displace what shook me and what made me angry throughout my day. And I would displace that onto Jess. And that's one of the most unfair things we could do in a relationship is displace that energy or that mood whether it's anger, grumpiness, whatever it may be of what we experience throughout the day. And now we're displacing that onto our partner. And clearly that's going to lead to, to conflict. And, and then it goes a step further of, I wouldn't even explore or let her into why I was displacing this energy, or I wouldn't tell her what happened in my day. And I would just close off and just displace that emotion onto her and that's just such a dangerous thing to do and naturally especially as men we tend to do that just to put our shield on to look manly to not talk about it so let's just overcompensate by putting this anger onto someone else and that someone else is usually our partner um sublimation is another one which is very popular which is basically where we choose to direct strong emotions or feelings into an object or activity that is more appropriate or safe so for example instead of getting angry at your partner you go work out or go for a run now this is one of the more healthy defense mechanisms you could say and probably one of the most popular ones Uh, a lot of angry people and (laughs) like going to the gym and throwing around weight and yes, there's a place for that. And yes, it's important and I believe in it. But I also think it's the initiating step to, okay, let's let's get this out and let's, I guess, redirect these strong emotions or what I'm feeling onto this activity. So now I'm in a better state. And now because I'm in a better state, now I can bring what I'm feeling to my partner or what's really going on beneath the surface or my true self or whatever I want to discuss that if I would have discussed before this workout, probably would have ended badly. I would have got triggered easily. I wouldn't have been in the right mindset in the right mind space to do such a thing. And there's there's multiple defense mechanisms that we that we can use. And I, I just think that we tend to gravitate to defense mechanisms to protect ourselves, to protect our Vulnerable sides, especially as men. So, I really want to challenge you if you're listening and any of this is resonating to try to face that full vulnerability and face that authenticity with our partner because that is what is going to ultimately create that healthy relationship that we are craving. We're not just creating a relationship to be in a relationship. But remember those fundamental values and principles as why we wanted a relationship in the first place. We didn't want a relationship just to appease society and make our family happy. Maybe that's the surface level of it, but what's beneath it? What are we truly craving? And let's try to bring that back. And the only way to reap the rewards of that safety, that... That safe space, that trust, that vulnerability, that connection, that validation, being seen to care and be cared for. The only way to really get and experience those things are within a healthy relationship. And I believe that the only way to get there is being fully authentic, raw and real to cultivate that deep level of trust and intimacy that is so necessary for that healthy relationship. So that was just on my mind tonight. I wanted to jump on this podcast real quick. And if you're listening to this, I hope that you are not going to settle. You're not going to be complacent. It's so important, yes, to have big goals, big dreams, big desires, chase and create that amazing vision. But let's not forget about our relationships. Without our relationships, we don't have any of that. Any of that All those big things, all those big desires, all those dreams will probably not mean a thing if you're standing on the top of that mountain by yourself. Let's look within, let's remember why we wanted to get into a relationship. Let's remember the core principles and fundamental, fundamental values of relationships and understand why we want them and begin to cultivate them within our life starting today, starting now. Let's let's create that trust. Let's create that safe space within our relationship. Trust me, if I could do this, I guarantee you can as well. So I appreciate you all for listening. Uh, I would love to connect with any and all of you. Please reach out to me. Check me out on all my socials, Facebook, Instagram, just my name. Joel Mahe is my is on Instagram and Facebook. I will have links to my email on there. And if you want to get in touch by email, I have two emails. One is coaching at joelmahe.ca and the other is outlook.com. So you can reach out to me if you have any questions, if you have any topics you want me to discuss on the podcast, or if you just simply want to connect. So That being said, I will see you in the next podcast. I hope you have a great day, take care. Before I let you go, I just wanna let you know what I've been up to behind the scenes. I've been busy building a program called The Emotional Evolution Process. And this program was built through inspiration and really just a passion for something that I believe in so strongly, and where, there, where there's just really a lack in the market for, and that is men in relationships, and to help men evolve their emotional habits. This is something that we need to work on, especially if we want a fulfilling, successful relationship, or if we need to repair one that might be in jeopardy right now. So, like I said, check me out on socials, send me a message on socials to connect, And if this sounds like a fit for you, I would love to hear from you. Other than that, have a great day.